vocal warm-up. Welcome to the River City. We're going to bury the sky chopper in about half an hour. Good morning, Vietnam! <laughs> sibilance, sibilance. Soccer style kicker graduated from Collier High, June 1976. Stenson's University Honors graduate, class of 1980. Hosts two NCAA Division One records, one for most points in the season, two for distance, four minute game the mule, first only pro athlete ever to make it out of Collier and Cali, and one hell of a model American. Oh my God! Boom. Yeah. That's amazing. Made of mine. If these microphones weren't attached, you could drop that. (laughs) Get in the gates. This is episode 42. We are talking 1969. There we are. I got my first real six. Oh, yeah. Brendan just needs a minute. Played it till my fingers bled. Was a summer of 69. You know what this episode was missing? I know it had time travel, had a lot of, you know, great, wonderful costumes and. Teal looking ridiculous with hair. <laughs> we should have got like a post-credit, you know, out of the show cover of this song. Absolutely. Sung by the four. Yeah. Teal on drums. <laughs> Obviously. Oh. Carter on keyboards. Yeah. Or Daniel. Daniel, Daniel on keyboards. Yes. I would have thought. Yeah, Dan- Carter's definitely a bass guitar <laughs> player. Yeah, Carter on bass. <laughs> yeah, Carter on bass. Just slapping the bass. <laughs> Jack on the mic. Oh, yeah, on the mic. Lead guitar. And also lead guitar, but he's one of those Shredding. lead guitarists when you go and see them perform that only strokes it like one it's every four times he yeah. should. Like, <laughs> you imagine sings. you imagine Hammond on the on like Ooh, He would have oh. been a good drummer. On on the on the lead guitar, man. Yeah. Like uh what's <laughs> old mate's act, name with the, the hat? Axe shaped one. Oh um uh Slash. Slash, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Snake, Slappy, Samson. Wearing- <laughs> Swan- Slappy. Swanson. Slappy. <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> oh, boy, we're getting off track. We are the oh, Getting the yeah. Gate team. The full team, my name's Mitch. We've got Matty, oh. Brennan, Reese here. How you doing, boys? Hello. Hi. Ah, yes. I didn't realise we were recording. Oh, no, mate. That's the thing. We just have so much fun. We come in the mm. room. I mean, recording, you know, whatever, man. Is that why we're here? Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird place to come and You're meet gonna every week. You're going to be arrested for what you said earlier yeah if i haven't been arrested yet i'm yeah, definitely not he's... going to <laughs> <laughs> haven't caught me yet <laughs> we're just talking stargate we're up to the penultimate episode of uh season two episode uh, 21 1969 uh, we we're gonna are. get into reese's thoughts in just a second because reese is watching stargate for the very first time 20 years on from when he should have because we've loved it the rest of us here in the room brendan maddie and i what were you doing what? Instead of watching Stargate for the last 20 years. Is it just because, like... I was out kissing girls, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I've seen. All right, let's see what the DVD says uh, for us. As far as this episode is concerned, a solar flare sends the SG-1 team back to 1969, where the US military command suspects the team of espionage. O'Neill and his crew escape and hitchhike with two Woodstock-bound kids. No, they're not. <laughs> desperate to find the Stargate before they're stuck in the psychedelic past so, forever. Kids. Or, of course, in three months' time, it'll be... 1970 and they won't be but whatever so it actually says Woodstock on the cover because they don't actually say Woodstock do no, they, they no. say well, we're going to a concert mm. i tell you what that blurb makes them sound really integral to the plot yeah it yes. does mm. <laughs> I mean aside not... from their bus that conveniently holds four more people <laughs> <laughs> that's really all we needed the mystery for. machine <laughs> yeah. totally Reese, what did you think first time watching it um, now did you you'd read the, the title beforehand I imagine yeah yeah I 
I thought about it and I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe we're going to go back and, and, you know, learn about, uh, Catherine Langford. Yeah. Flashback no, no, no. did. We're no, doing that now. Yeah. Yeah. Stargate Origins, We're waiting until 20, 2018 for that. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. But yeah, and then just, the, and then, yeah, it sort of surprised me that they went back in time and I'm like, oh, well, this is better than I expected. Mm. Yeah. And then, um, so good. Yeah. You know, yeah. What, another one where like Daniel's just like in a room, just watching reel to reel stuff on a VHS for the entire episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And not going anywhere. <laughs> Honestly, that was the first note that I made about this episode because I figured you probably had seen the title. I know we've mm. mentioned it the last couple of weeks anyway leading up to it. Do you think the title card post, you know, opening credits sort of ruined it a little because it it comes, it says yeah. 19th. If you come in fresh, watching it on TV back in the day where they don't have written in the TV guide or anything what the episode's called and you see them show up in a weird place, you know, the, the, the background changes, you know, they're seemingly on Earth. There's an American military there arresting them and then it pops up, says 1969. They're like, I don't know where we are and I'm like, well, now I kind of figure the title's ruined it before yeah. Carter then theorises, holy shit, I think we got we went back in time. Like That should have oh, been the reveal. Approximately, yeah. She says, oh, approximately 30 years within about eight seconds yeah. of being there. And I was like, <laughs> I, like, I know Carter's smart, yeah. but come on, love. Fashionista like, weapons. I'm like, I don't think in that in that moment, really, you're that yeah. quick. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, that uniform those SS were wearing, oh, that's clearly from 1967 through to 1971. And, <laughs> and it's like... I'm a part-time military fashion designer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought they, they being Carter and Jackson, very quickly not only jumped past the idea that it could be and then definitely was time travel, but they started talking how they can and can't use time travel when they get back. It's like, oh, we can go back and do this and we can go see the wall and, oh, mm. can we kill Hitler and stuff? And it's like, you you just realise this yeah. might have been time travel and all of a sudden yeah. you're talking about watching the dinosaurs get extinct. Yeah, like, you've got to learn how to down. control it first. Yeah. You know, this is a complete accident. You don't know if you can get home yet. Mm. Yeah. Just ease your roll. And I think That's the nitpick at the start for me when they actually went through the gate and they come back into the gate room for a sec, and then the Stargate disappears. I'm like, that mm. doesn't make any sense. No. Because it didn't happen at the end when they went back. They ended up going back to the SGC mm. when they went for- way forward in time and saw Cassandra. Yeah. I'm like, well, how yeah. come the... How the come, warehouse setting Yeah, why weren't they out. in the warehouse? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it is. And that's that's the one sort of negative I have about this episode is, yeah, the, the whole episode is premised on the road trip of yeah. them getting from Cheyenne Mountain to wherever the Stargate is. And not to spoil anything for Reese, but we do have, you know, few, um, time travel episodes again, you know, coming up. Yes. And they kind of just <laughs> retcon this completely. Yeah. And this this particular instance mm. never happens again. This just came to me, though. Mm. That would have been really cool if they came out of the gate and went in, and it was the same warehouse that the second gate was stored at in the Ooh. in the present. Mm. That would have been cool. That would like, be interesting. From, oh, yeah. Add a bit of confusion. No, you remember when it was in... Um, yeah, yeah, and they had the DHD in the back of the truck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would be totally... I mean, it probably was well, the probably, same warehouse. It probably warehouse. was the same warehouse. <laughs> yeah. 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 They filmed the same one. Returning back lots. I do think in the next sort of time travel episode, they do buy it back a little bit where Carter checks the tech and um, compensates for stellar drift and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, and does Yeah, and does sort of retcon it for space-time continuum, something like that. In the next episode as a way to buy it back, because otherwise, any time we want to do a tra- time travel episode, you have to spend the first half of the episode finding where the Stargate is yeah. in whatever time period you're in. Yeah. Which makes things dumb. really diffi- when, difficult. When they first came through that gate and it and it changed into where they were underneath that missile, mm. to me, I was like, oh, this looks like the, the Tin Man base. Where they, you know how they oh. first went into the, the, in the episode Tin Man, how they went into 
see old mate Contria. That's what <laughs> yeah, it, it reminded me of that sort of that sort of gear. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh shit, are they there? Or yeah, it was it was hectic. And yeah. then Tilk shot the base of that. Another instance. Oh, yeah. Another yeah. instance where that? the Zat saves the day. MVP to the Zats this week. <laughs> like, <laughs> my. <laughs> Honestly, and, and this Tilt, season Tilt so even opened it when he fired it too. He even opened it first yeah. and then fired yeah. it. Well so, you know. <laughs> like four, three, two, opened. I'm like, maybe a little bit quicker, bro. Yeah. But, you know, I, I just, every time they kept popping up, like he stops, you know, that explosion happening and they conveniently don't kill anyone in the military and blah, blah. <laughs> fire, proving they're from a different planet by yeah. making fire bigger. Like everything that happened this episode. Opening a, a locked crate was thanks to a zap. I know. I that's not, that's not electronic. I that. It's a metal case. Yeah. Why is that open a padlock? And then yeah. I kicked it and it came open. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I was, it was like Jack looking at it like I could probably kick that open but I'm going to see if this Zat gun opens it <laughs> yeah. first yeah. shoots it doesn't open he's like alright I'll just kick it kill well it. no there was a little spark in it like it, spl- it exploded the padlock when <laughs> it. yeah it blew the padlock off this thing and oh I'm like God. I think in their minds they go oh well they used it to close those locks on Apophis' ship so it'll be able to open that as well sure yeah I just I love that truck scene I think it's probably one of my favourites when especially the General Hammond or the, the whatever the lieutenant, his Lieutenant Hammond, lieutenant Hammond. Mm. that guy He's oh. phenomenal. Oh. What an impersonation. Man. Such good. So Has good. that little timber in the back as and the pronunciation. As, as soon as he started talking, it. I'm just like, you're kidding. Is this guy related? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I even, actually thought that too. Even the, the look on his face, like when he, t- as, as he turned his eyes and then his head. Yeah. Like when, he, mm. when, oh man, I was just like. How did they do it? That yeah. guy is amazing. They better have him back. But I think, um, I think this is my favorite part of the, the sh- this episode is Tilk's great line in the truck. You guys picked that up. Well, they're trying to explain to General Hammond, like, that they're from the future. And seeing as helping you will undoubtedly lead to court, Marshal, I'd like to know why I would do that. Why? Because it's your idea. Albeit one you won't have for 30 years. What? I know this is kind of hard to understand, but that's roughly how far back in time we've traveled. Unverified, but Carter's pretty I'm sure sorry. <laughs> I can't help you. Wait, wait, wait. We can, we can prove it date what's the date august 4th see i told you 1969 69 <laughs> classic <laughs> <tilk>. <laughs> <laughs> i just i just want to say something i know i make a lot of weird oh shit oh my god i had nothing to do with that that's a 35 second grab 33 seconds of it i'm just thinking i do not remember tilk speaking no, I, no. Watched, I watched this episode today <laughs> which Brings me to a point, actually. I've been having a go at Hammond the last couple of seasons for being a catfishing son of a bitch. I think I know why. Hammond's known all this time yeah. that SG won a fine. Yeah. He was waiting for that cut on Carter. He knew everything up until Carter's hand. Totally. He knew that was going to be fine. See, the the one thing, when, when you obviously they didn't have this episode in mind when they write the pilot episode. When mm. you first meet Hammond, he walks into the gate room when their wormhole opens, it's Apophis, he comes out, he steals the, the, the lieutenant, female lieutenant. Brad Wright wrote this, I'm yeah. pretty sure he did know, mate. Hey, <laughs> our lord and saviour of SG1, Brad What's Wright. What's your mouth? <laughs> yeah, the one thing I think about is that pilot episode, and yeah, that scene, Hammond comes out, and his face when he first sees Apophis, like there's this wormhole that's opened this piece of equipment he didn't even think really worked or worked anymore and just the sheer shock value on his face now there's two ways to look at it for me you can look at this episode and go hang on he looks so shocked why would he be so shocked but then there's also 
well, hang on. He he knew that was, that was going to happen eventually. He just didn't know when or how mm. that thing was going to come on. And well, not that he even knew really what the Stargate looked like or did, but just something when he became a general was going to happen that was going to involve time travel and all this sort of shit. So I think it does work. It doesn't contradict mm. enough stuff that was written beforehand when this episode was or wasn't yeah. thought about. You can see um, his reaction <laughs> as either holy crap if you don't include this episode, but if you go back and watch it having seen this episode, you can go, well, there could be that moment of realisation where he's just gone, holy crap, mm. this is how it happens. Yeah. They, did they mention the Stargate to him when they were talking about going back in time? They didn't, know. They just said, no, we went so. back in time. Yeah. So he yeah. wouldn't know that the, the Stargate would even have a, have a hand in that, I guess. So he No, would... he probably just thought they went to a planet, you know, something like that. Yeah, but I think time. he was like, he knew that he was on his way then because he knew, like they did say that he was a general because he said, oh, General Hammond, I like the sound of that. Yeah. <laughs> so then he knew something was going to happen when he was a general where... Yeah. That's why he stayed at Shine Mountain for 30 years. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm just going to settle down and retire here because was... I know I've got to cr- finish off a grandfather paradox. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was questioning that halfway through. I'm like, if, why did, like, what if he knew that they mm. were going to go back in time when that happened... Why did he do it? Because he yeah. gave the note to Carter, and I'm like, why would he let them go? And yeah. then, as it went as it went through the episode, I'm like, ah, oh, because if he didn't, he wouldn't be a general. That's selfish. <laughs> no, I, I found myself no, asking then Jack wouldn't owe him that money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found myself asking Plus that through interest. the episode. I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, there, there is a reason coming up before the end of the episode as to why he let that still go ahead. Yeah. Like for me, my question is, well, okay, would his career have changed that much if they didn't meet? Like, would he have? served in the military for another year and went, you know what, this shit isn't for me. I don't think my career is going anywhere. I'm never going to get promoted. Mm, but yeah. they come back and go, you're going to be a general one day. I guess, all right, I'm going to stick with this. Because yeah. Yeah. to me, I don't, I don't, I still don't understand why knowing that was going to happen when he saw a hand, he didn't go, oh no, we, we can do this another, to- another time yeah. or we don't have to do this at all. Like there was no reason why other than, yeah, maybe to promote yeah. his own career, yeah. why it happened. Well, let's see, if, why he if allowed SG-1 it to had saved his life in the past or something like that, yeah, that something he's maybe. like, okay, well, I've got to do this for my own safety. Mm. Apparently, I did read somewhere, and forgive me for details because I only skimmed over it, but I can't. I don't know if it's an official book or whether it's a fanfic or something like that, but apparently there's a story said in the past, and it's like Hammond is like a colonel or a major or something like that. And he ends up saving um, a Jacob. young a young Jacob Carter's yeah, life. I read that oh too. wow! Something cool. like that, which in was Vietnam. A, yeah, yeah, which was like a nice cool. sort of tie-in to everything sort of that that, that comes Cause comes I think here. In an alternate so timeline, um, when something else happened, well, I won't ruin for Reese. But in that alternate timeline, Carter didn't join the military because Hammond didn't save Jacob, so he died. So she didn't want to join the military because it upset her mum. Oh, but anyway, wow. it's going too into depth. But I just like that shit. Yeah, mm. that's why I, like, I think this is my favorite episode of the season, just because. I, obviously, it's awesome, and I love time travel. Yeah, so much. I think the first time I watched this episode, my tiny mind was blown. I was like, "We can travel through time as well!" Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, we can do anything! <laughs> but then, as the series progresses, I feel like this this one. So slides lower and lower down the ladder for me because so many other episodes do the time travel aspect better. Yeah, better. <laughs> and I just like the yeah. era as well. They went, they chose sixty nine in that well, it's, era. It's, it's ideal. And, yeah, if you're gonna yeah. go to any, if you're gonna take send Jack O'Neill to any time frame, it's yeah. got to be that. It's got to be that, or like <laughs> you know, the Roaring Twenties in Chicago, like the only mm, places yeah. you want to send Jack mm. O'Neill. God, imagine seeing Teal because the nineteen twenty and thirties gangster. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yes, that would have been sweet. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I, I had, I was watching it. I think with your kind of eyes, Matty, thinking about that because now last week when I said, "Oh, this is one of my favorites of the season," and and probably in the whole series, I always think about this episode. And then I watched it for the probably the first time in I reckon ten years today, and I'm like, "Oh, I can see why Maddie probably yeah has fallen off this." But yeah, it is it is cool mm. to think that we're two seasons into a sci-fi show like this with the possibilities this show has already shown us. And only now we're even touching on the possibility yeah. of time travel. I have never really even yeah. hinted at that before, yeah. that something so incredible like the Stargate and the Wormhole could be And I think in There But For The Grace Of God, uh, at one point, Daniel says to Carter, well, could I have gone through a, to an alternate reality? And she goes, no, the Stargate doesn't work like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, and then now all of a sudden it can send you back in time though? Mm. Yeah. By and accident. She, yeah. I bet she come to that conclusion. Fuck- Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> That's one. But I think this is a- <laughs> power right in the Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is also though it's the it's the proto comedy episode. Yeah. This is yeah. Star Stargate has is so like drama and action driven. This is the first time they've gone. Let's let's play up the comedic light hearted aspect of it. Like holiday, the old. Switching characters, yeah, yeah. I mean, that still had the serious element of yeah. you know, uh, Michello. Michello that and, side was definitely, and, but and, yeah. But the other side was was you know fun and goofy. Yeah. But this is like the whole episode is kind of you know because you know they're going to get back because yeah, you know otherwise the series finishes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you know they're going to get back, but you just want to know and find out how. But it's like we spend so much time on the road trip and yeah. they go sh- they go shopping for clothes. It was and, like a little movie, you know, wasn't it? Yeah. The, the thing is too, like I feel watching it this time around that they kind of wasted having Teal'c on Earth again. Yeah. Like they, they could have in that montage, mm. however long oh, it went wait, for, wait for they, it. they could have had Teal'c go to Disneyland. Go to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong trip. <laughs> this music is what I hate most about the episode. Oh really? Oh, okay. Because I was, I was about to try and sing it before, and I couldn't think of it at all. I was yeah. always going to substitute Having it for. Having a good time. Buying cheap clothes Woo. and bandanas. Oh, get Carter, Carter got a girlfriend now. Oh, you. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were hugging. You look point. great. No, you look great in it. Let's get some guys. Give her those Bono glasses she can wear. Tilk's like, hey, I, can, I mean, O'Neill's like, hey, I can fix this engine. Tilk's like, what are you doing on here? <laughs> At one point, he's halfway into the engine. Yeah. yeah. That, that, is the, that is so helpful. Need, I need a shot of that that fixed it up. I need a bigger spanner. <laughs> this is literally how long the music goes for, yeah. for the first montage. Yeah. And they go back to it another three times. Mm. Yeah. It's awesome. I hate this music so <laughs> much. <laughs> yeah! Like, it's still going. I love it. This is still a montage. I like because before I, my head before in. it really got into the full, <laughs> the full montage. Not that I hated it, but I think the worst thing they did was the very cliche sort of eighties nineties thing when you're on a road trip, actually showing the map with the red line yeah. going, oh, going across the highway. Like, all where they needed you was like a little cardboard cutout of the bus, just sort yeah. of doing that along the along the thing. But yeah, what you're saying about sort of Teal'c being very sort of underused here, there is like a three and a half second shot where Teal'c is driving and Daniel's next to him. You see yeah. Daniel kind of touching the, um, the gear stick. The gear stick. <laughs> Teal'c's, 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 Teal'c's gear stick. And then there's an episode, I want to say like season nine, nine or eight or something like that. 
And he says, oh, Tilk, where, uh, where did you learn to drive? And he says, uh, Daniel Jackson. 19, I don't know if he says 1969. He has, yeah, he said, I believe the year is 1969. That's right. And oh, cool. he basically says, so there's this whole subplot in there where Daniel actually teaches Tilk how to drive. Yeah. And it's like, well, I would have preferred that than a yeah. two-minute montage of them <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. shopping at an op shop. I think it was season six because I thought it was Mitchell's Jonas. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah. it must be. I was hoping, you know when they were hitchhiking? I was just mm. really hoping like... a and like a few cars are going past and then the DeLorean drives past yes, as well. Yes, yes. That would have been so good. <laughs> yeah. I could, all they could afford was that, that T-Bird that Jack talks about. Yeah. Or the Corvette or whatever it was. It's that like, year. that was the car they hired for the for that shot. Yeah. They just couldn't afford a DeLorean as I well. I think there's a few modern, more modern cars on that road that drive past Ooh, too. Yeah. <laughs> now, oh, talking yeah. about pop culture references, I know we joked before we turned the mics on, but when he's in the interrogation room, when they first arrive at the uh, missile silo, whatever, oh, yeah. you know... <laughs> He fakes his name as being Captain James T. Kirk. Now, Maddie, We need to address the elephant in the room. <laughs> I'm Major Robert Thornburg. And you are? <coughs> Captain James T. Kirk of the Starship Enterprise. Your dog tags say otherwise. They're lying. <laughs> I love that. Now I feel like. All right, if, here we go. If Jack's allowed to talk about it, <laughs> no, that still I counts should, as one. I should be allowed to talk about it. Come on, isn't that isn't that the seal of you can, right, you can right, talk but... about it? You, it's not like you can't. You have three. You can talk about it three times. <laughs> I, I said two sentences the other week, and Mitch gave me two bloody buzzers yeah, for that's it. That's just a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of friendly Look, banter. I just feel like Jack's giving me the seal of approval. Clearly, Jack, right. yeah. Jack is All a right. Star Trek you fan. Can, you can, but stay on top. We got an egg timer. <laughs> <laughs> if you say Janeway, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> Do you know what I love the most is that you know that name now, only because you know me. It's brilliant. <laughs> All I'm saying is I'm just going to save up Star Trek time because. <laughs> In later seasons, <laughs> on with it. In later seasons, there are a lot of guest stars that were from the show, and what epi- show? Episodes that have the same <laughs> title that I'm going to want to talk about. When so. did Star Trek start? That's the that's the premise of what he's about to say. Yeah, I assumed. Mm. Huh? When is that what, not why you wanted to bring this up? Is this not why you were angry about it? No. In fact, this is set in '69, and when did Star Trek? Oh, like '66, '66, '67. Yeah. 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 So that's obviously either the either that the Colonel guy doesn't know Star Trek. Well, it wasn't very popular out. when it came out, yeah, was, it was it? That's what was cancelled after its third season or whatever. Yeah. Or was he just, um, you know, going very blank? Yeah, well, then like obviously he calling has his dog tags. Yeah. And then obviously uh, um, Jack does the great thing of then saying his name's Luke Skywalker. Yeah, see, when I, when I was watching it, I'm like, James, to go to hang on, this is like at least a couple of years after Star mm. Trek was invented. Now, did they just make a simple mistake? Surely not, because they're sci-fi nerds that write this. Why didn't he just say Luke Skywalker? And then he goes... I'm Luke Skywalker and I'm like, ah, there yeah. we go. See, I knew that it appeased you guys. Yeah. He's just like, okay, if you don't buy Star I'm like, Trek, 74 you buy Star Wars. Could have been Homer Simpson. Could have been a real blatant Simpsons reference. For yeah, that would have been good. Mm. Could have been Donald Trump. My name is Simpson. <laughs> Homer Simpson. All I'm saying is there's an episode in like season 10 where there's a legit Star Trek spoof. Like there's like a three yeah. minute scene. So I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to bide my time. I'm just going to bide my time. <laughs> that's, a, that's a long time. <laughs> At the end of our um, our talk about Bane, our episode, if you haven't listened to it. Sorry, go, I forgot it. Go to the end. And uh, there's a little oh, bit of theatre sports at the end that we <laughs> that we got. I tried it. to block it out. And um, Brendan says, oh, can I be German? 
And it reminded me, that's what it reminded me of <laughs> when Daniel Jackson's like, oh, we'll just pretend. Can I be German? And, uh, and, oh, I'm, really? and I was yelled at the TV, it's theatre sports, you can add lib. <laughs> See, but I then f- he speaks in a French accent. So that's <laughs> I forgot about the whole Catherine Langford inclusion of this episode. Because oh, really? when they're in the, in the van and they said, oh, hang on, um, we have to find out where it is or something. And mm. oh, Catherine... Uh, we should go and see. She said she started a research in the late '60s. Maybe we're the ones to give it to her. And mm. I honestly, I thought they're going to move on from wanting to visit her. But I'm like, oh, hang on. If that this is canon, that Catherine Langford really kicked in her research in the late '60s, yeah. and yeah. that would make her, you know, X amount of years old. And if Stargate Origins wants to explore, like they've, you know, recently announced they're going to talk about Catherine Langford, and we've been theorizing the last couple of weeks they're probably going to do a late '20s, early '30s woman playing Catherine Langford. They're not going to start off with an actress as old as what was in this episode because no. by this stage, like Catherine's like something. at least mid '40s yeah. or something. Well, yeah, because it was what 1955 when. Old mate from Tommy Tantalus Ernest. went through Ernest, and she was a young woman then. Yeah, betrothed to be married to him. Mm. So yeah, she's definitely sort mm. of past her prime uh, once she gets to um, 1969. Well, not if you ask me, mate. <laughs> but yeah, she you played... liked her in the movie. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Do we think that's why Daniel had the fake German accent? Is that to to just kind of honour the fact that in the film? Catherine had a German accent, mm. oh. whereas in this, oh, yeah. in this, the actress, the older she actress, is just. Farger. Oh yeah, I, I forgot Farger. actually that she had a German accent in the film. I was just thinking, mm. oh, her dad was German. I remember that, but I forgot. Yeah, yeah, just one of those other things in the film. They're like, who cares? You know, yeah. just, let's just write that. Was away. it German? Oh, okay, whatever. Uh, I did like Langford, um, that rich German name. Yeah, yeah. German American. Daniel gives good German, but he, I love his uh, his Russian at the start as well. Oh, f- that was funny. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> he, I just, love that. he just kicks his own ass. Yeah, like, absolutely. Afterwards. He's like, oh. The Sovietsky Spioni? Yet? Daniel? <laughs> he just asked if he were Soviet spies. I just. Daniel? That was hilarious. <laughs> it? Come with me. <laughs> and just this part here. Daniel sure. just realizes what he's done. You bet. Yet? Yep. Yeah. Like to the wall. Like he just turns around to the bunk beds and is like, Yep, are you serious? I don't, I don't think I remember him saying that. Yeah. The second oh, time. Yeah. I don't know. I was, that, was it actually Daniel or as, was it O'Neill walking yeah, past? I thought going, it was O'Neill. Yet, no. like as in really? I it no, was like yeah. last week, the other week when they did body swap, he's like, shave my head with yeah. that yeah. sort of tone to it. But, oh, I always thought it was Daniel because you see me sort of turns around yeah. to the bunk and kind of just goes, Yep. I just imagine yeah. those soldiers that walked in and so said, You Russian spies? Nah. In Russian language, like, <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> and then Daniel later on just decides to completely show off. So we go in disguise, pretend to be foreigners. How are you going to do that? Well, I speak 23 different languages. Pick one. Pick one, <laughs> Pick one child. Like, and then obviously through the series, he learns like another three or four alien languages on top of that. So yeah. it's like, you can overachieve him, mate. Yeah. I want to talk about... Michael for a sec because the first few times I noticed that he was kind of like a cool dude and he's like groovy and stuff and the, Michael, this time around oh, I'm kind of like the, the bus guy, driver the bus guy, guy, right, guy right, the glasses yeah. the only Who was, other um, person in this he was actually Zales from Spirits <laughs> Michael Shanks yeah he was Zales he was the vagina really? face he was the vagina face guy really from, um, wow from cool yeah I just noticed this time around with Michael he wasn't I didn't feel like he was cool and as much like groovy as he was previously this time around. He's a bit I, nerdy and Well weird I just had and... see if you can pick up because there's one bit where he's really shitty. Hey, 
Hey, we would have stopped, man. Hi. Listen, we've got gas money. Where are you headed? Upstate New York, some big concert. Where are you headed? New York, back east. Hop in. Get out in the bunch. Move it. Get up there. Dial one, two, five, seven. Move it or lose it. Should have known. Come on, right up front with me, brother. It's cool. He's just cranky. Weird. Can we, can we not let Brandon do audio anymore? Is that... I'm Michael. I am not at liberty to reveal my identity. Everybody on? Good. Great. Grand. Wonderful. <laughs> no yelling on the bus! <laughs> He's cranky. I don't, I don't get Can it. Can I say, I also <laughs> watched Billy Madison on TV last week. <laughs> <laughs> and now that's a throwback. Holy shit, did I enjoy that movie. Stop looking at me, Schwan. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, that Shampoo be- is better. Ah, no conditioner is better. Do, do not have to preface preface that with saying I made something. <laughs> <laughs> when you're introducing it, I'm like, "Hang on, you don't do the sound bites. Yeah. What is this?" Yeah, it was weird. I was like, "What's going yeah. on?" Couldn't help myself. No, see that part there. The, the most awkward part I found was this part. Come on, right up front with me, brother. It's cool. So that's Michael saying it to Teal'c and holding up a fist of power. Yeah. AKA Rosa Parks. Basically, saying, um, "Oh, you're black. You can ride up front." Yeah, because it was, it was like, yeah, it was '69. It was that kind of oh, the civil rights movement. Rights movement. So it yeah, was, yeah, I noticed that this time around, not before. I'm just like, okay. Yeah, I was like, ride oh, shotgun. Did we need that? Yeah. yeah. When he revealed that, or she revealed that he got drafted to the war, I'm just like, I was like, oh shit, like this. It's just got pretty real. It's got real, you like, Yeah, like oh, we, oh yeah, we're gonna escape to Canada, and, and Jack's like, don't, and she goes. Colonel, don't say anything. Yeah. Like, oh, damn it. Mm. That was full on, eh? Just reminded me of the campfire when they're sitting around and it goes, and Cardi goes, it's a flare. And then they started talking oh, yeah, about and she just yeah. brilliant science lines of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he comes over, he's like, hang on, man. Like, what are you guys talking about? And then Jack picks up the zat. I was like, oh, he's going to shoot him. Steal his butt. And disintegrate him and then go, oh, crap, he had the keys in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so, currently ruined the timeline. Uh, he's a pain in the ass. I tell you, it's actually a good week for to talk about this episode because I was just reading online. It was actually uh, this article I read. The sun is having an explosive day on the morning of the sixth of September. An active region on the sun belched out two huge streams of radiation. One of them was the largest flare in over a decade. Two flares, both placed in the X class, the most powerful type of solar flare. One, the strongest since two thousand and five. So, like, there's actually solar flares going on while I was watching this episode. Sick. And I'm like, clearly, there's people travelling around through time now, back or forwards. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It seemed like such an easy solution at the end. Like, how do we know this isn't going to send us back to the Stone Age? Well, that's probably why Hammond gave us a solar flare that was on the other side of the sun, so it will send us forward in time. And I'm like, mm. God damn, that sounds so easy. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll buy into it, sure. <laughs> yeah, and even at the end, when she opens up the wormhole. But then she's like, we've just got to hold on for a few yeah, more I seconds. Like I'm that. like, yeah. Like, surely like once you, it should be, even if it's as. It's 38 minutes. Come yeah. on. And, sh- and yeah. As Jack, soon as it, Jack went through like three seconds after the yeah, other three did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so if it was a matter of not opening the wormhole, but when you jump through through the wormhole, Jack, yeah, should never have been seen again. He would have been lost in time. Mm. And while we're touched on the, the Catherine Langford stuff and what that probably won't have anything to do with Stargate Origins, even though it probably should, because this is Stargate canon. <laughs> At the end, in comes this old woman. The Stargate Command Center has mm. seemingly been shut down or whatever. 
Yeah. And out come this woman. I'm like, oh, who is this again? And then I'm when like, she said, oh, yeah, oh Sam, Sam, you're going to recognize me. And I'm like, oh, don't you say bloody Cassandra. And I'm like, God damn it. She's still alive. You know, when she first come out, I'm, <laughs> when, she, when she first come out and then she's like, oh, Sam will recognize me. I'm like, oh shit. Is that Sam? Yeah. Like, oh, Sam, oh, yeah. I saw that too the very Sam. first time. I'm like, well, oh, that's sick. Yeah. Because it actually mm. did look a little bit like yeah. Amanda yeah. Tapping. Yeah. With the hair, but then it was just I'm just Sandra. Sam will yeah. recognise me. She's looking in her eyes. Going, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't. <laughs> it's me, Cassandra. You haven't seen me since I was 13. How the fuck should yeah. I recognise you then? <laughs> and if you notice, she didn't. She's like, she didn't actually greet her. She greets Jack, Daniel, and Teal. Yeah, yeah. And then it's only when Sam walks up close and senses her, then they sort of hug and stuff. Yeah. She didn't actually say hello to her or greet her. Yeah, when she they just were sends the, the nakuda in her blood. Mm. That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's Cassandra. Oh, that's you're Cass- gold. <laughs> that's Cassandra's nakuda. Yeah. <laughs> Recognize that scent anywhere. What would have been good is like Sam will recognize me. Sorry, I don't know who you are. Mm. It's me, Cassandra. Who? Who? (laughs) So, yeah, I thought this was kind of cool because my idea if like they brought Stargate back now, would it pick up from the last you know episodes that we watched with the SGCs to still be running day to day operations, sending people out, you know, meeting Mm. new cultures, bringing back you know supplies, fighting new bad guys? Or would it be kind of cool to see the SGC has been shut down because Kinsey saw the power bill was ridiculous and that old chestnut and politics yeah. 3.0 shut it down or something. Oh, God. And it brings it back. They need it. They need to go out and explore again or go out and, and find help or there's someone that's lost or something. And that's kind of what this was. You know, there's sheets hanging over all the shit in the gate room and the yeah. gate's still there. Why are they not using that 60 years in the future? Like. Yeah. Yeah. How is that a thing we've just gotten over? It's like going to the moon now. It's like, Although, yeah, we did that 40 years ago. We didn't need to do that she has a, a, Cassandra, a, a DHD has a watch. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what I thought. Like, maybe they don't need the gate anymore. Maybe they've advanced beyond it. Mm. Yeah, well, that's you true. I mean? Well, like, it's it's still kind of hidden away in Cheyenne Mountain. It's like, and mm. there's some great episodes in the future where, you know, the Stargate becomes, well, in, in an alternate future, not to ruin a three, but there's alternate future episodes where the Stargate becomes public knowledge and, you know, anybody can use it. Mm. And it's just out in, you know, it's like going to an airport. You're going to the to the Stargate and that sort of stuff. So, yeah. It's yeah. one way to pay the power bill, isn't it? Yeah. yeah a million bucks you can go on Actually, through. Look, we talk about power bill. We've talked about it a lot for the last two seasons. When they get to the gate and they're like, we don't need power. Well, how much power? A Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A Jeep <laughs> battery. So I, I feel like they've up. gone <laughs> Gate. Can we can we really bite with one? Nah, two should be enough. <laughs> two two yeah, should be is. enough. I was like, are I, you? F- yeah, <laughs> but they're, they're revving it. Yeah. Like, uh, come okay. on. It's gasoline. <laughs> Which? Come okay, on. you've you've got to choose one. Gundy, you got to choose one. Magic vines or two trucks? Which is worse? Two trucks. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, something that makes the magic vines look alien like vines. It's like, yeah, it's, it's got mystery about it. Also. Just yeah. get a couple of double A's and just put it on the gate. <laughs> I was waiting. Tongue. <laughs> How much power? And Teal just whips the Zat out, going, "Yeah, he hasn't let us down yet." <laughs> just start. Shoots it three times. Oh, it's disappeared. We've ruined the future. Speaking about origins, though, if we're going to go back to Catherine, I it won't make much sense for Reese, unfortunately, but Cameron Mitchell could potentially be in this in origins after continuum this the alternate timeline mitchell oh, oh, oh it's yeah. been so long since i've watched it it's anyway it's something to think about maybe michael and jenny could be in it absolutely they could <laughs> with their uh with the mystery Old. van <laughs> all right so now we're running out of time so i'll just do a little a couple of rapid fire things i thought you guys might find interesting um, one at the start of the episode, Jack gets uh, like smacked in the face with the butt of a gun and he has a little cut above his eyebrow. 
that's from this episode on, he mm. actually has, like Richard Anderson has a nick in his eyebrow. Oh, right. It's missing. Yeah. And this is where it, because I think he got it in real life around this sort of time. So right. they wrote it into the episode. Mm. They so have from, to make it up. From now on, Hammond has, us uh, Hammond, um, O'Neill has a little cut in his eyebrow for the yeah, rest nice. of the series. Um, there's a weird bit of audio that I think probably would have surprised Brennan as much as surprised me. If I remain on this planet, I will eventually be taken over by my mature symbiote. That was news to me. Jafar can be taken over by yeah. their symbionts. We always assumed that they had, like, they would take over a human host and they wouldn't take over Jafar, but... If they were desperate. Yeah, I'm, ge mm. I'm guessing that's, yeah, what yeah. they're alluding to I, is... I think I always remembered that, so I... Because I'm pretty sure early on when we were talking about Kowalski... And the and Tilk mm. that he'd be yeah the the symbiote would take over somebody or if they, I mean if there's no one around he's gonna take over the Jafar yeah if he's, yeah, a, if he's on Hoth or something yeah it's just we've we've never yeah. we've never seen a a Jafar taken over by Gould yeah there's an episode in season five where they could have done it but they don't even do it there either yeah so yeah that was interesting um and the final one I had was NTM NTM uh, we can just add that to the tally of uh, Wizard of Oz references yes. for the uh, for the end of season wrap up, uh, and that's me done, boys. It'd probably be time we actually went to the hairy mailbag by now. But if we're going to oh, make sixty nine jokes, maybe we leave it until next week. Our hairy um, mailbag is time. full to the brim. We oh. need to unload it. It is bulging. It is. <laughs> we need to empty it. My it's my plums. <laughs> it's there. There. All right, we're definitely saving it until yeah. next it's week. So it's, our hairy mailbag is so swelled, it's turning blue. <laughs> blue hue to them. So apologies to everyone who has left uh, left a little something in our hairy mailbag. Oh, uh, we will have to get to it next week because we are running out of time. And next week we're talking the season finale of season two, Out of Mind. So uh, join us back next week for more Stargate Sundays to talk about that what one. What a convenient title. Oh, very good. Yeah, well. Can we run out with Brian Adams, please? <laughs> we can arrange that in the meantime you can uh, catch us on the socials Facebook, Twitter and Instagram just search Get Into Gate a Stargate podcast you can check out all of our old podcasts if you are new to the show on SoundCloud and iTunes mm, uh, subscribe to too yeah and uh, with iTunes yeah I assume feel free to leave us a review on iTunes as well because apparently that's a thing who knew yeah so, you know, otherwise... You Only could... if you like us. Well, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Don't think you get only. this far in Four if you stars and above, like please. <laughs> if, you give a little us, bit. if you give us a low vote, make sure you put your name down. Yep. <laughs> and we'll, we'll give you a shout-out. <laughs> Be really delicate. <laughs> and, of course, you can drop us a line to tell us that you love us. Get into gate at gmail.com. That's it, though. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Nothing else. Nothing else. Yeah, no, very no, no, no constructive <laughs> criticism no. or anything. No, we don't need it, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> we proved that tonight. <laughs> Myself, Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Maddie? Uh, at High Pitch Maddie on Instagram. Brendan? At the Brendan Gibson. Oh, and damn it. At the 69. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and Reese? I am at the Flying Gibson. Until next week, more Stargate Sundays talking out of mind. Season 2 finale. Oh. I got my first real six string. Sing it, Jack. Right at the five and die. <laughs> Tell me I'm not the only one who can actually see this happening. With his outfit from the episode. Pick us up, Tilbur! You can find me at Jimmy Quick Joe Got Married on Instagram. <laughs>
Get into geek.com.